0: Welcome back to Community Rewatching 101 It's uh, it's going to be a fun episode today, I, I can already tell We've got the fantastic Leather Heather and <laughs> Al Insert pot- Pottery joke here uh, no, we're, we're ready to, to gun through Season 1, Episode 19, Beginner Pottery Let's participate this thing Get our participation badge, right yeah this is um oh man as we're kind of coming to the home stretch of season one there are some gems here there are some clunkers i think i think we're in for a gem I, I love this episode i'm excited to talk about it and it's a it's a little odd and but unfortunately we're missing the thomas
1: the thomas
0: adrift at sea yet again yeah, you know he keeps coming up with new excuses every week, and they get more and more outlandish. I'm st- starting to truly believe that he was not kidnapped by a very overly protective kangaroo and is now hopping around the out- outback. But
1: there were um, a couple of holes in that story. Yeah,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but you know he's he's seeing he's seeing his country the way he wants to see it right now. Uh, one hop at a time and he promised us he said truthfully he's just had a lot of stuff going on and we're giving him as much grace and leeway as we possibly can uh before the uh the true hunt begins because on mike <laughs> we're giving him as much grace and leeway as we can off mike He's getting
2: blistering insults. Pariah. (laughs)
0: He's a pariah of the show. He's he promised he'd be back next time, so hopefully we'll get him for the last five episodes of season one. Uh but uh for now we're gonna we're gonna have to soldier on without him as we look at this uh unique episode here. And as we're looking at these two classes, these two courses that our characters take, that's that's gonna be my opening question. What if you had to take beginner pottery with Jeff and Abed and Annie, or if you took sailing with uh, Troy and Shirley and Pierce, uh, which one would you go with? Which What would your, be your pick?
1: Pottery. How come? Well, that just seemed like a very embarrassing... <laughs> like, I just can't imagine wanting to stand out on a boat in the middle of the parking lot with people driving around like, and what did they say? It's two and a half hours from the nearest source of water. Like, I guess that would matter too. Am I right near the water? Is it likely that I'll go sailing? It's much more likely that I'll make a piece of pottery than I'll ever actually sail a boat. Hmm.
0: Let's say I you, could, Sarah.
2: So that I can understand that, but honestly, I'm all about making a fool of myself in public. So no, I would go sailing. I, I, I've learned over time that I am... Uh, Time is much better spent having experiences than collecting stuff, and uh, I say that as somebody with a house full of stuff—way, way, way too much stuff. So the last <laughs> thing I need <laughs> is another ashtray with a funny saying on it, even if it's one that I made
0: with my own hands. It's just going to get broken. So You're about a working fountain with a little bird. That goes-
1: How many ashtrays with funny sayings on them have you had, He's Al? A
0: chronic smoker.
1: The because the, there was an insinuation there, and I just I'm interested.
2: I, you know, they're not all supposed to be ashtrays, and then somehow it just—I I set fires in my spare time.
0: Al went to <laughs> one of those schools where they didn't know what to do with them, so he's always over in art class making pottery stacks, so think, oh, stacks. Yeah, I was thinking of this question. <laughs> I was kind of torn. Uh, you know, first, like, what, what group of people would I rather hang out with, and um, and two, you know, kind of learning two skills that i'll probably neither use you know i don't have a a pottery wheel or a kiln in my house that i know of and probably never going to be on a sailboat but i think i would go with sailing i think it would just be kind of fun to know your way around a sailboat it's always kind of fascinated me that looks so much more complicated than just getting on a a motorboat so and i've i've driven motorboats but i'm not not a sailboat so it just would be fun, so that in the in the off 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 chance I was on a sailboat someday and the captain keeled over and was you know bitten in half by a shark or something, I'd be able to stand up and say, "I'm ready. This is my moment to shine." You know, cut the jib, trim the mast, whatever. I don't. Place the main sail. There you go.
2: When I was a teenager, I was a camp counselor for two summers at a marine biology summer camp, and it was super fun with a bunch of little kids running around, but the oldest kids got to go out on the boat for a week. And I, as a junior counselor, was never allowed to go. And I was always so jealous, as much as I love hanging out with little kids, that they got to learn how to be on a boat and got to actually be out on the open water <laughs> for a week. So, yeah. you know, this maybe is just
0: fulfilling a little bit of that, uh, that, that empty hole inside. Of course, the weird little irony you were saying, you know, Heather, that... They mentioned the mm-hmm. episode. They're two and a half hours away from the nearest body of water. This is mm-hmm. it's obviously being filmed in L.A. You know, in yeah. a parking lot. So nearest mm-hmm. body of water ain't that far away. But
1: no, and I was going to say if I did still live in San Diego, I would absolutely take the sailing class. It actually did come up a couple of times that I was on someone's boat with them, and it's as you mentioned, it's a good safety thing. I mean, if if anything had happened to the person sailing, he he did actually tell all of (laughs) us that came on with him. Like, here's a couple of things to know, like, you know, in case anything were to happen. So, you know, it would be nice to actually have a full class in that case. But where I am now? Nah. Not interested.
0: Well, Thomas was going to do, he was going to be assigned the summary, but he's not here. So I'll do it real quick in his stead. Uh, So what we have is it's mid-semester. It's the last day to add drop classes. And apparently they're able to take like, it looks like just a class that happens over the course of a week. I mean, just one of those little blip classes that you can maybe take and get a quick credit for. So Jeff comes into the study room, says, hey. I've got the perfect blow off class, free credit. This is, this is easiest. It's a, uh, a pottery class. You can take it. You get a participation credit. It's super easy. Whereas Pierce comes in and says, Hey, they're doing a sailing class out in the parking lot. And who's with me? And the study group splits up and everybody takes sides. So yeah, we got Abed and Annie going with jeff uh, over in pottery land and then we have uh, pierce troy and shirley um going to sail am i missing somebody that feels short one person who am i missing
1: Pierce, troy
0: shirley britta britta, britta. where the heck does britta britta goes on the ship too so four of them go sailing yeah she goes sailing she goes sailing um, okay. So that's pretty much the episode. We've got, we've got one crew over here doing pottery and Jeff basically finds himself shown up by Rich, who's a doctor who's taking pottery and apparently is a natural at it. Jeff is forced to confront his own limitations of not being automatically awesome at everything he tries. Um, and over on the boat, really the, the key story is surely learning how to be a good captain a good leader which is an interesting turn for a character that's usually kind of meek and not naturally a leader so there yeah that's pretty much the story now we talked a little bit before the show before we started recording that we want to try something a little different tonight uh, just something kind of fun uh, because these are pretty much two parallel a stories running for the whole episode they kind of tie in a little bit toward the end when pierce and jeff have a bit of a conversation in a garage but for the most part there's not an a story and a b story they're just both a stories and i kind of find that delightful so it mostly bounces Mm -hmm. back and forth so i thought we could just pick one of the classes talk about it for a while and then we'll flip over to the other one heather i'm gonna let you pick which one you want to start first do you want to do pottery or do you want to do sailing
1: i want to do pottery yeah
0: all right, my blueberries. Let's talk about it.
1: I Let's love talk about, that. We got Buster. Buster. <laughs> I love it. Future. Darno! It's so good to see him in a non-Buster role. I don't see him much. Tony Hale, um, right? Yeah. From Arrested Development. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Outside of rewatching Arrested Development, I really don't see him often. So uh, it's really, really fun to get to watch him. You know, show off more of his acting
0: chops. Do you remember when he back when he was in those? what is it volkswagen commercials Um, doing the domo erigato mr robot that was
1: him yes yes yes, i remember that and then arrested
0: arrested development kind of lampshaded that at one point point. did
1: they i don't remember what did they do
0: uh i think he was he was doing the dance
1: oh i think i know what you're talking about yeah i think i've seen that yeah
0: so uh, al are you an arrested development fan I am a huge Arrested Development fan of the first three seasons. There are no <laughs> other seasons. What are you talking about? There's certainly yes, so not yeah. two horrible seasons that happen.
1: Oh, boy. Way.
2: Yeah, no, those first three seasons are gold. Tony Hale is wonderful. Mm -hmm. And if you want to see more of him, he was on Veep for uh, years and years. Okay, uh, cool. With Julia Louis-Dreyfus. So, yeah, he's fantastic. I'm so happy to see him here. Me too. It's such a small role, but especially that first scene that he is in. He's just magical. I love him so Mm -hmm. much. He's this perpetually angry hippie.
0: (laughs) Barely barely controlled rage. He has a lot of good body language. That's what I was watching. Oh, yeah. The way he sits, the way. He's doing hand mannerisms. I mean, Buster I mean, and,
1: and B- Buster does too, though. Yeah, like yes. you were just about to say, like his hands are always moving and
0: so expressive. Right. So he's obviously not as uh, I don't know how you would vapid. I guess sometimes Buster is just not in reality. This guy's in reality, but it's also, I mean, yeah, a hippie. Like he probably took a few too many shrooms back in the day. <laughs> I love the shirt they got him in because that's
1: Me just- too.
0: <laughs> kind of tells you without telling you, this is the guy that they would have doing the pottery class at this school. Mm-hmm. Uh, a guy who's pretty cool, you know, doesn't really care about, you know, he doesn't care about how good you are. Doesn't show him teaching whatsoever. So you're just kind of doing what you're doing. Uh, as long as you're not going to ghost.
2: And I love that whole yeah, that whole speech is fantastic,
0: but even
2: more so just, I don't know if, Y'all are friends with teachers or, you know, Justin, if you've seen it in, you know, your youth groups and things like that, but this is a speech he has had to give for a very long time and he is so, so, so sick of all of these people <laughs> who think that they invented comedy. And it just it rang so true to me for everybody I know who has to sit in front of a classroom forty hours a week.
1: I, I think they, I think it can go for customer service workers too, though. Like oh, for you, sure. You know, you hear the same, it's not ringing up, oh, it must be free, har, har, har. <laughs> you know, and you just want to murder them, but you or if can't. You've got a name a job. that's like,
0: hey, what's this Justin? <laughs> I've never ah. heard that before. And when you, yeah, so I lo- always love those points in comedy where you've got a character who's just very happy and jovial, and then they turn super angry on a dime in the middle of a speech and the way he does that here he's just like oh I'm happy to have you here but if I hear so much as three notes of that righteous brother's song as God is my witness I will come at you with everything that I've done <laughs> <laughs> and then he just he's done like the anger and then, oh he, I love the, uh, the he points to the picture of uh, Patrick Swayze with the X over it and everybody gasps yeah, <laughs> I did that before he died. It's not in bad taste. <laughs>
1: and then I was like, "When was this episode made?" I thought, I thought this show was made a little earlier than that, but But I guess you didn't it was do made our after research. What
0: year did Patrick Swayze?
1: I know away? where's Thomas? Well, Tom, Patrick Swayze passed away sometime between 2007 and 2010,
2: okay. but I don't
1: remember it. Probably 2008 or nine. I'm it thinking was September 14th, 2009. Okay.
2: So yeah, so this, this is, is still pretty fresh. That was very
0: fresh. Yeah, yeah. the show
2: was a 2008 show, wasn't it? Or a...
0: wow, yeah, uh, man, man, community, you're you're being a little edgy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's okay. If they call it out, right? You can't you can't be that offended by it.
1: No, yeah, no, that's this, true. This was
0: March 18th, 2010. So yeah, less than a year later. Uh, <laughs> I always love the uh, the Naked Gun two and a half when um they had the ghost scene. Mm-hmm. and they got um, you know I don't know they got some huge super buff model to kind of stand in for Leslie Nielsen I
1: yeah. haven't seen Naked Gun two and a half
0: that's my favorite one of the
2: three is
1: it oh, oh I'll have to watch it I'll
2: it's have to watch it one of the surprising
0: trilogies where every installment of it holds up even the third one
1: really, is really huh yeah and it's yeah, that a I weird Al have... in
0: like all three of them in different cameos is he yes <laughs> yes
1: huh uh,
0: and uh <laughs> they're not here for you frank the weird Owl's on that plane <laughs> <laughs> um, i was actually always a big fan
2: of the uh well not always but last year the the bernie sanders meme that that flew around of him at the presidential inauguration and they somehow somebody within within 24 hours had photoshopped him in his seat with his mittens into ghost <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was just how, how did that happen so fast and how is it so perfect so uh yeah the, it's kind of interesting this episode if you watch the uh the first few minutes they really pack in a lot before the opening song almost like there's like two or three scenes that happen and one of them's the, the first scene of the pottery class and so they come in and uh, annie's Annie's making pottery and the boys are just kind of staring at her and that's become a meme in and of itself uh, mm. sort of hand motions <laughs> that she's she's always kind of doing you know innocent but uh, sometimes suggestive things and it's funny that the one of the the go-to quotes from this show is Annie's
2: pretty young we try not to sexualize her and then it feels like literally every turn <laughs> every turn
1: <laughs> yeah they <laughs> cannot help
0: <laughs> she's just making
1: of, a vase she, she,
0: is she? Yeah. I, oh, okay. <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Jeff, the way Jeff comes in, too, he is in super, super tool mode. You know, like, he's got the yes. aviators on. He's like, hey, girls, what's up? You know, it's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Ladies. Calls calls Abed Home Depot because he's got the Home Depot. I love that fact that he has a Home Depot apron on. And uh, <laughs> I mean, what does he call Annie? Um uh, Laura Ingalls Laura Ingalls
1: that's it yeah Laura Ingalls
0: yeah mm-hmm. so uh, and then yeah and then he sits down and you know so you can see right away they're establishing how giant his ego is and yeah. the, the the pin that punctures that comes right in and it's a new character that we meet Rich I love Rich Rich is one of my favorite secondary characters in this show I like that they bring him back in some different roles over the next couple seasons uh, but here we get his introduction, and he's just like this seemingly perfect, super nice guy, and he's natural at pottery for whatever reason, like n- almost unnaturally good at pottery, suspiciously good at pottery. <laughs> did he grow up in Santa Fe? Because they know pottery there. Um, and Jeff, like, did the competition comes up in his eyes, like, not just that uh, he's good at pottery, but... The girls are paying attention to him. Everybody thinks he's cool, mm-hmm. and Jeff cannot abide. He is kind of this great foil for Jeff, where he is—he's uh, who Jeff
2: should be. He's got a respectable career and is taking community college classes because it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> and Jeff has had a respected career. He lied his way into it, flunked out, and now he's here because he absolutely
0: has to be. And they <laughs> uh, could have point. done it. They could have gone a different way with Rich, which would have been to make him a deliberate, like, antagonist for Jeff. Like, somebody who was out to get Jeff, out to put mm-hmm. him down, and, uh, you know, out to really steal his thunder. And at every turn, Rich is just super nice. Like, he's just, he's nice. He's not trying to set himself up in competition. He, t- you know, and he's very humble in how good he is. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe He's very mad. kind of Ned Flanders. Okay.
1: I can see that.
2: At least early season Ned Flanders, before he became a you know caricature,
0: before mm-hmm. Flanderization set in. As, it, as it, yes, really <laughs> Flanderization. Yeah, that's yes. that's the thing. Yeah, uh, I liked I liked Ned Flanders there for a while. Yeah. So yeah, I I don't know. I just I I don't think he's a super deep character at this point. He never really gets to be too too deep. But I like that. I just I, I, I like the balance they go with this character. I like how it's a very uh, – it, it casts Jeff. It's like a, a, a mirror universe version of Jeff, and you're very right, like he has a respectable job and everything. But that he, he is naturally good in the way that Jeff assumes that Jeff is, and that is just for, forcing Jeff to kind of look at himself in a whole new way that he just never has. And it kind of breaks Jeff, and it's fun to watch Jeff being broken. It is. Joe McHale does really, really good, you know, crazy acting. You're <laughs> gold-blooming. You're gold, <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're gold- <laughs> Yes, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> that little moment, I was like, yep, yeah,
0: that's, that's now a phrase. We've got to use it. You're yes, gold-bloomy. yes, yes.
2: But I love that he gets sort of the, the hunch and the the sort of the, the, the glassy eyes, and there's something in the way that he's able to sort of Turn himself into like an like an old castaway kind of overnight.
0: Yeah, and I like how uh, Abed recognizes what's happening, mm-hmm. and you know he he knows he's he's observing. He's like, okay, this is good for this is good for Jeff. You know, maybe uh, <laughs> he's a little nervous too, and he's definitely like super nervous about. Um, but I want to say like one of the my favorite little parts at the beginning is when Abed is narrating Jeff. You know, like, when Rich comes in and he starts narrating with you, Abed, what have we talked about? No voiceovers. They're kind of a crutch, I know.
1: <laughs> Very good moment.
0: I would love Abed to narrate my life. That would be pretty cool. I was say like,
2: Abed Me and too. Annie both get, they get so little to do in this episode, but I really feel like the few lines they have are just really, really gold.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much Jeff kind of getting obsessed with uh, first trying to be good, which he just can't. He can't be good at pottery. And he goes in overnight and finds out he just can't make good pottery. Uh, And um, and then in lieu of that trying to bring down rich trying to figure out some way to expose rich uh for the pottery expert he is i like that line by Abba. you know um jeff's like "Well, he's a secret pottery genius to impress women and Abba's like but wouldn't just saying hi i'm a doctor impress women <laughs> I'm like, i know i'm paraphrasing but that's pretty much what he said you know? and he's like yeah but he this is his dastardly plan you know like all right Uh
2: jeff's rejoinder is uh, at well i'm a lawyer he's like well anyone can be a lawyer you can represent yourself in court
0: (laughs) i did love that i was laughing because last night at my kids boy scout meeting they brought in a lawyer and the Uh guy was the guy was like sharing stories and i'm just um they were asking like how do you become a lawyer and i'm like Anybody can become a lawyer. You can represent yourself. I'm just biting my tongue because I don't want to tick off this guy. Don't say
1: it. Don't say it. Oh, I (laughs) wanted to.
0: I wanted to. But I I would have become Jeff. And I don't want to in that moment. Yeah. So, so yeah, they. um, (laughs) He threw the hump. He threw the freaking hump. That's an advanced (laughs) move. (laughs) That will always stick in my head from this episode the throwing the hump throwing the hump. Is that a real thing? I didn't think. Sh- <laughs> now I want Let's go with, with yes. Maybe.
1: Okay. I mean cuz you throwing pottery is what it's called. So I mean throwing the hump. Is, is it, sla- it really?
0: Slapping Throw it down. Throw pottery. Yeah.
1: That's the action verb for making pottery is throwing. Mm-hmm. Throwing. That's fascinating. That sound that makes
2: pottery sound so much more coo- so much cooler, cooler. than
1: I really get <laughs> it for. Now Netty, you want to switch your answer? You going to take pottery with me?
2: You know, you're convincing me. Uh- you're convincing me
1: <laughs> come on justin come join us
0: mm-hmm. join i us. mean it does involve fire yes so that's you know that's right up yeah
1: right yeah I'm,
0: see no i'm gonna stick with the sailboat Ugh, okay you you catch more pierces with that so <laughs> we'll get there we'll get there okay
1: i got you got me there <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> so uh the the confrontation there eventually comes to head when um Jeff, he ghosts, he ghosts uh, Rich pretty hard, and um, it's fun watching.
2: What's what's the phrase that I was like, the always hilarious guy on guy? Guy on
0: guy. (laughs) Well, the phrase uh, I I also really like coming out of this is later on Jeff said, "He, he let me come back into the class if I had no more ghost bursts.
1: <laughs> Ghost first, <Ghostburst.
0: laughs> which is now going into my vocabulary. Yeah, I'll never be able to use it in normal conversation, but uh, it, it sounds cool. It's mm-hmm. like God invented podcasts, right? Yeah, exactly. But Jeff goes like all in, like he 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 sort of accidentally starts ghosting him, but then when. Uh, the teacher calls him out on it. He just double downs and starts humming. You know, he goes behind the door and starts humming on it. And Tony L. just goes nuts on that door. And it's uh, that's fun. So, you know, it kind of made me also think that this is the second class we've seen this semester alone that Jeff has quit. Uh, you know, no. on top of what the doors. Remember? I, I don't want to play pool in shorts. But... Oh, my goodness. Of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. This is, this is what Jeff does. Things mm-hmm. get hard. I'm out of here, dude. That's further fuel to my
2: you know, my, my proposition that Jeff is the worst.
0: So, so yeah. isn't it cool to see him taking, like, he needs to be, this is part of his growth. He needs to be taken down a peg and he needs to be rebuilt. Several pegs. Yeah. Several. I never quite bought this episode's reasoning why Jeff is like this because his mommy told him he was special. Like, yeah, I didn't really putting that Are we really putting that on the mom who tells the you know every every parent tells their kid they're wonderful and special? Like, mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, okay. it's a little bit of a reach on Jeff's, but I think because they uh, because they come back around to it at the end of the episode with both him and Rich, I'm willing to give them a pass on that. I, I thought it was it, for the it's not a gag at the end with Rich, but the what, what's the phrase exactly? But then the counterpoint with Rich at the end, I feel like that's good enough to warrant Jeff's part of it earlier for me.
1: Mm. I did like that it tied into that because I was kind of thinking it was weak also, but I'd forgotten at the end that Rich kind of is having a psycho moment, (laughs) like imagining, you know... the way his mom treated him i'm like oh i like this okay
0: It's supposed to be you on that fly. roller coaster yeah. not your brother <laughs> oh, it's supposed to
1: be you god so dark, so he, dark. he just wanted to make pottery
0: <laughs> and that's what dan Harmon does like he'll just take a moment and suddenly get it really dark yeah walk right away and you're just sitting there traumatized like, <laughs> what just happened <laughs> um yeah there oh there was um I like the, the parking lot confrontation a little bit when Jeff goes up to to confront him and uh, what was the quote? Rich said, I feel like I'm being interrogated, but by, by somebody who doesn't really want to know anything important. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, he calls him what Doc Pottery would and all yeah. that. You know? Like, <laughs> like he, Rich is like really cool with this. He's not. He mm-hmm. doesn't really start getting upset at anything Jeff's doing, even when Jeff like grabs him and starts doing pottery with him. Like he's not as visibly angry as I think most people would get. So there's something special about,
2: you know. There, there's definitely something good about that parking lot scene though, because it feels very, uh, like there's some kind of like real like 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 single white female kind of tension to it, where there's. He's clearly obsessed with this guy, and Rich is responding like a like a rational human being, which is keeping his voice calm and having, entertaining the conversation. But there's, it, it's like he's dealing with a grizzly bear or something, and just yeah. trying to trying to talk his way out of this to get away from the crazy man. Maybe I'll even give you a ride somewhere. But oh my god, I need to get out of this moment. <laughs>
0: Uh, oh, yeah, you said Annie. Annie needs to get a little bit of props. She has a great line in here. It g- goes very quickly. Uh, Rich just showed me how to make a flared lip on my pot and check for breast lumps. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and check for breast lumps. Yeah, Why
1: right would here. you even say that? In the Why? middle of class. In yeah. the middle of class.
0: Yeah, the fact that, uh, uh, like,. um and when Jeff comes in, he's like, "I can't do pottery today. I hurt my finger." And and Rich is like, "Well, let me look at that. uh You know, I'm a doctor." And <laughs> Jeff's like, "What?" And then Jeff says, "Well, I'm going to get a second opinion from somebody in my basket weaving class." <laughs> That's and, a good line. Yeah, and, and is Rich is line. like, "Huh, that is funny." Yeah, he just kind of goes with it.
2: And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, is while we're on the topic of Annie, I. Don't want to pass up the very beginning of the episode before we even get to class when Jeff is announcing his find of beginner pottery. Annie calls out that the last time they followed him to a blow off class, the teacher tried to make her live in the moment, mm-hmm. which she will always regret and will never do again.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: I thought it was just a perfect little Annie quote.
0: That's a nice callback. Yeah, I thought so too, Professor Whitman. There. Ah, uh, yes. Miss
1: Professor Whitman.
0: Yeah. <laughs> He'd be, he'd be fun to do pottery with. That's he would. Living in the moment. Uh, well, I don't know if I have really anything else to talk about the pottery. I think it just was well done. It was a good little arc, even if you know, Abed and Annie really had to kind of take a back seat. I, I kind of like just watching them hanging out together. Like, mm. this is kind of what they like being together, and it kind of underlines this growing sense of family. Like, they enjoy going to the same classes together and just being together. And uh, for. For Jeff to get a little bit of character development, even though the the show really kind of resets his character over and over again, like he learns something and he grows. Oh, we're back to square one now. He's a, now he's a douche again. Yeah, and that's uh, that's a little unfortunate. But I, I think this is a, a really good way to expose kind of like something about all of us. Like sometimes we assume we're better at things when we go into them than we actually are. I think a lot of people kind of just assume we're just naturally good at stuff. And we're not. (laughs) You know, like being really good at a lot of things, you either have that rare natural talent or it takes a lot of practice. And, you know, you just, I I watch it with my kids. Like my kids, um, they're taking bowling right now, right? And it's just bowling. It's just for fun. But my my nine-year-old always expects that whenever he steps into something, he'll be amazing at it. And he's getting gutter balls left and right, mm-hmm. and he's just so I see him walking back from the, you know, the lane just in tears, because he expects that he'll be great. And I said, you know what? It's okay. We all start. You know, this is how you started everything. You're just not good at it until you're good. You just gotta practice and enjoy yourself and and find something to to enjoy in the doing, uh, because it's gonna be a journey. And that's kind of what Jeff needs to realize here. You know, he can't just get his law degree from. Columbia, he has to get it for real. Yes. That's my speech.
2: Yeah, I, I think that's Fantastic well stated. Speech. Yeah. Uh, I think it's also, though, there's a uh, there's a real sense of Jeff realizing that he cares about stuff and it's okay to care about stuff you know he he wanted to walk into this class and say, i don't care about this class but no it actually turns out that he did and even Hmm. if it doesn't matter it's okay to care about stuff it's not okay to get obsessed like that but that's also a thing that we all do too you know we will we all i I hope we all uh, sometimes obsess on things that really shouldn't matter but we
1: just can't help it i don't know what you're talking about i've never done such a thing
0: we also have a hard time when somebody else gets the limelight. Sure, and it's yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's 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 hard. It's you know, it's even if you do try to be humble and you try to like go, it's not about me. It's you know, it doesn't have to be about me all the time. And sometimes it's sometimes hard to just hear other people like just praise outright, praise somebody else. Yeah, in, in your presence, and you're going like, I'm cool too.
1: Yeah. What about the thing I did?
0: Yeah, I write dumb movie reviews. (laughs) I matter, right? Uh,
2: So, can I ask a question then? Um, Is this how often do you think so far this season, like Jeff is able to come in at the end of this and say, "Like, I'm bad at pottery, and that's just the way this is." Like, how often do our characters actually learn something in an episode, like very clearly learn
0: something? I think they were pushing that more in season one than we'll see ever again. There's a lot of these little resolutions where they're trying to come up with a little, like, hey, this is the lesson I learned.
2: Yeah, you, you may be right. I, I kind of want to keep an eye on that going forward because I feel like our characters often have adventures and don't learn anything, which is okay. I think that's part of the fun is that nobody learns anything. But uh, it feels like Jeff actually learned a lesson in this episode.
0: I, I don't It'll know. It'll become more rare. I don't think it ever quite goes away because there are some – I can think of some even into season five and six where, yeah, they, they kind of learn stuff, but it, be, it takes a backseat. It's not really an Aesop's fable kind of moment. Right. Um, okay. All right, well, let's go sailing. Uh, let, you want to sail, sail away, with us? There sail are, away, there,
2: sail away.
0: There's black people, <laughs> too. <laughs> I like that Pierce Light. Abed, you want to come sailing with us? There's black people, too. <laughs>
1: and it's shirley that says two just like yeah (laughs) let's not
0: overlook that she was going to take a class an entire class on how to create an online dating profile that's greendale for you her husband
2: did a number on her
1: man yeah
0: but she's at a college where they have a whole class just teach you how to set up a profile that's (laughs) yeah that's something but she recognizes mm-hmm. that's pretty pathetic so let's go sailing instead
2: yeah. and i love that troy can't swim and i've never even been around water i can swim you racist
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's surely that he's calling a racist yes what are you talking about troy
0: <laughs> and why would she say he can't swim that's just so <laughs> random
1: it is random unless did he ever say maybe he's he said he can't swim that's why he doesn't like lakes that's right that's why he doesn't like lakes yeah remember did he
0: say that's why i know yeah i mean
1: he did he did say that he can't swim okay in that same like scene
2: well maybe he's been doing some 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 skill growth on his
0: own in between episodes though Hmm. maybe interesting in in their olympic-sized swimming pool with the judges table Bada boat. Uh,
1: <laughs> and learning. We're, we're going
0: to keep tying this college together, even if they don't do the work. Yeah, we'll do it. <laughs> well, let's go out to the SS Nose Candy, uh, which is I sitting there. I love
1: it. <laughs>
0: in the middle of the parking lot, this sailboat uh, with all the palm trees around, and, you know, those Calif- or those Colorado palm trees. Yeah, And we meet uh, the awesomely named Professor Slaughter. Played by Lee Majors. Yes. Mm-hmm. What a get. That is... Amazing. And I hear the word slaughter. Any kid who grew up with G.I. Joe just goes, Sergeant Slaughter! Yeah. Yo, uh, pukes. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, This is just good. I mean, just the, the inherent silliness of having people learn how to, you know, learn sailing in the middle of a parking lot where there's no water whatsoever it just like the jokes kind of write themselves they they could even play it totally straight and it's still really funny just because not none of it really matters there's no you know how do they know what they're doing actually is effective or not it's just what slaughter says yeah this this is what's happening (laughs) so it's really just in their head it's like imaginary juggling you know you're either good or not but um yeah but uh, I like I like the opening where they come out and Pierce is trying his hardest to, to christen the boat in true Chevy Chase style. Like he's just slamming this unbreakable uh, bottle. And it keeps going the whole scene. <laughs> it's just he's poor Pierce just trying and trying. And Troy's like, man, if that was me, that bottle would have been broken by now. Yes. <laughs> it's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a little, I like the little Chevy chasisms. He's, it's just, uh, that, that's what he was really good at. And mm-hmm. I, I think in this episode, he's really, really good. Yes.
1: I was thinking so, too. Like, even in the scenes where he, like, at the near the end, where he's about to wheel the, the little boat out. Even when he's just sitting there talking, he just seemed to be on it more than i feel like am i making sense when i say he's on it? self-aware like, yeah like he just he's getting like he's really doing really well in this episode i feel like
0: he's yeah he's funny he's he's got his own realization he's mm-hmm. and he you know he's leans into the physical comedy which is what chevy liked to yeah. do. so that was a good match for him mm-hmm um, but yeah, I'm sorry, Al.
2: No, I, I was actually going to veer away real quick because I was just just looking at the veer uh, away, veer away,
0: way, veer,
1: veer way. away. I was just looking at the
2: scene right after the first class where uh, Jeff is going on about Rich and how he thinks he's the cat's pajamas, and Pierce's response is "cat's pajamas." Good one, Pierce.
0: Yes, I
2: love that he calls himself out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Because Jeff really wouldn't say that. That was very unnatural that he that he. Yeah. Said that. Um. Yeah. Shirley gets to be captain. This is a cool little development. This is not something you would expect, right? You've got a, mm-hmm. you know, Britta might have shoulder her, her way to the front, or Pierce obviously wants to be captain. No, Shirley just Shirley gets to be captain. And for all you Shirley haters out there, you must hate this episode because she's awesome. She steps Who are into- Shirley haters? There are what a monsters. lot of monsters. No, Reddit community Reddit hates Shirley with a. You bullshit. have got to, well, Reddit is garbage.
1: First off, like it is a garbage fire um, of a place, but like
0: <laughs> it's awful. I'm, I'm just saying, sorry. people like they they produce her to. Oh, she's judgmental, which, yeah, sometimes she very much is and judgmental and hypocritical. But you I think that's really overlooking a lot of her episodes and a lot of these. Parts.
1: It is. Mm-hmm. It really is.
0: And this is this is good. I mean, for her, it's this transformation, like her journey here is going from the, the opening scene where it talks about, you know, her like lending the minivan her ex-husband to drive the stripper around, right? It's, <laughs> okay, she's being a doormat, but she says, you know, nice people are always nice not when it's easy. Um, which is, it's a good quote, you know, it kind of shows her, 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 her values. Mm-hmm. And then she becomes a captain, and she is nice at first but gradually and i mean really quickly gradually uh it kind of becomes kind of hard nose like she wants to get the a in the class she wants the sailboat to succeed and she's willing to drown (laughs) some (laughs) some of her crew to do it and then she kind of comes back and realizes at the end like no i would rather be i would rather be true to myself which might be the theme a theme here uh Mm. which pierce kind of goes in on too so yeah. I, I like that about her. Like she she examines herself. She does a little bit of growing, and then she goes. That's not the growth I want. But I still think she she gets more assertive and more um, confident in being captain, which is cool.
2: Yeah, she has a nice little story here. And I also when I was rewatching this, I couldn't remember the exact beats of the episode. But you know, Pierce is super excited about the class, and obviously he's got his he's got his outfit and his hat and all of his everything, and he's all ready to be captain, and then. Uh, the professor picks Shirley, and he gets a little huffy. And I thought that was going to turn into a plot point of Pierce doesn't want to be bossed around by Shirley, but it doesn't. He just kind of accepts it, and I thought right. that was really cool. I really thought that was going to be the the crux of the episode, and it's totally not.
0: Well, he does like when he he ends up on the mast hanging out, and uh, he's like, "Well, you screwed the pooch there, Shirley." And it was obviously no, like his fault, yeah. but. Yeah, but that was, I mean, that was, like, the meanest thing he said, and that was not even that mean for Pierce, so you're right. Um, I like, uh, I like, oh, I forget what they lose overboard, but I like Troy's line, like, I might be able to reach it, it landed on that Hyundai, or Mermaid's car.
2: <laughs> I think it's Pierce's hat. <laughs> yeah, yeah Pierce's it's the hat.
0: hat. <laughs> mermaid's car, like, he's he's trying. He's trying. And, uh, you know, this episode is worth it alone just to hear Lee Major say, I don't see students here, I see semen. And most importantly, <laughs> you stopped giggling at the word semen. And that's the <laughs> mark of a real semen.
1: Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> and they are
0: all biting their lips, and it's uh, it's fun. Britta, I think Britta gets a big backseat in this episode, too. She's there. She, but She
1: really does, yeah.
2: She oh, well, I mean, does. you forgot her when we were naming off the cast for the episode early. That's right. <laughs> right. Yeah, she yeah. literally has nothing to do. uh
1: uh-uh.
0: I mean, the the one thing I remember, I, this is what totally made the episode for me, by the way. Um, if the pottery scene is all about the ghosting, the sailing scene is all about that one brief, like, five-second classroom where you're inside a classroom... And the students turn to look outside outside the window and they see the sailing ship go by in the parking lot. And you see you see Britta like Britta and Troy, and Britta's like doing the you know, she's got her hand over her eyes like she's looking for land or something. And just that little physical motion, I thought that was kind of fun. But that that whole and the dramatic music. Of course you've got to have the super dramatic, awesome. We're doing something amazing instead of slowly driving a boat across a parking lot. That's a uh, it's beautiful.
2: That's a super fun, you know, thing of that this half of the episode is just how seriously they take everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I'm assuming that a lot of this is a riff on the Perfect
0: Storm, which I've never seen. But and neither have I. It's yeah. I think but, other than saying it's a Perfect Storm, I don't see any. I no, okay. I, I haven't seen it, but I just kind of made the assumption. Maybe because they use the phrase "there's a storm." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i like i like how serious shirley is like that's a perfect storm like how would she know <laughs> and like that's <laughs> she just assumes, because lee
2: majors is really good at this that's how she knows right. he's a great instructor
1: uh-huh.
2: um, oh that moment in the classroom have you guys seen monty python's meaning of life yes the counts yeah yes the, the crimson permanent assurance is what that reminds me of every time i watch this episode
0: there you go I had forgotten about that that's a good call You know a call you know who else takes a back seat here starburns you got freaking starburns on your sailboat and he oh. does almost nothing
1: I forgot starburns was there he's there i completely just, forgot yeah
2: I, I kind of like that they're able to fill out the background with noticeable people as opposed to like just generic extras though right you know it's a little like mm-hmm. the simpsons when they started to actually have a supporting cast you can use them instead of random townsperson
0: yeah so i and thought they, that was cool they get more of them i mean once we go into seasons two and three they really start adding on to the secondary cast but yeah starburns is that's a good pick
2: yeah um, I haven't seen a lot of the other even the ones they've introduced um what's his one, name I, what's, oh my goodness i keep wanting to call him garrett it's not garrett that's star trek um, garrett garrett thank you yeah they introduced garrett and he was wonderful and then he's just sort of disappeared for 12 episodes or something
0: yeah it is i think he's only been like twice in this season so far well we they need to that stat yeah absolutely absolutely um so yeah the, the the big confrontation here is um pierce falling overboard a second time uh, and as a as the perfect storm comes in the dramatic music uh, shirley has to make the decision to either rescue pierce and lose the ship or sail on and oh the way they play out this scene where they've thrown him a, a life ring and he's grabbed it and they're about ready to pull him in and shirley goes no 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 we gotta let him go and having troy and Britta just let go of the line and looking so sad. And Pierce going, no, no,
1: no! <laughs>
0: and they're in the parking lot. And, then, and then as they're doing this, then Chang drives up. He's like, dude, it's my parking spot. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: love Troy trying to pull him in. I'm trying as hard as I can, but I have skinny arms. <laughs>
1: <laughs> for a quarterback. Uh, I have skinny arms for yeah, a quarterback.
0: Right? <laughs> apparently this uh this perfect storm goes on for a long time because then pierce has enough time to go into a shed that's just magically there craft take a canoe and put wheels on it again whether or not that existed previously or i don't know like maybe that was for their canoe class is that the joke i i kind of you know i actually kind of love
2: the idea that pierce is trying to he he has this sort of um this speech to Jeff about how he's never had luck in his life. And there's sort of a, I pulled myself up by my bootstraps thing. I'd kind of like the idea that he just went and found these wheels to stick on the boat so he could make (laughs) it back to the ship. And just through pure, you know, grit and super glue, he managed to figure this out. But I know. Pure grit
1: and super glue.
2: (laughs) What else do you need in life? (laughs) But I I, I, I kind of like that, but I realize that's entirely in my head.
0: Yeah. I, however they do it i mean they obviously don't spend any time really it's just one of those silly things and you just kind of have to go with it because the the show's not going to really explain it or have the time to do it but yeah getting him out in the parking lot with a canoe and you know that that music is telling you like oh the character's rallying right This 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 great second chance and then he drives right into a sprinkler and it starts uh, flooding his boat it's beautiful. And- and Troy's like, he's going to be the only person who ever drowned twice in a parking lot. <laughs> that's good. That's good. I do feel a
2: little bad that everybody else is just kind of crapping on him while he's sitting there. And I know that's a pierced thing for people to do, but they're they're kind of mean about it.
0: Yeah, they are. And they, I think it might have been a little bit better if they had been like, surely we need to turn around and expecting Shirley to go, no, 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 we're getting this A. Uh, but I guess it kind of just to give Shirley a moment to kind of rise above yeah. everybody else and, and say, no, we're going, we're going to go back. And, and Starburns gets his big moment of driving the tractor to <laughs> push the boat and they go back and they rescue Pierce. They get him on board and, um, slaughter says, Hey, you're all dead. Congratulations. What's, what do you have to say for yourself? And Shirley, Oh, great line. Great line. The sea may be cold and unforgiving but i'm not i like that if she had to die that is a good epitaph right there that's great yeah yeah and she gets promoted to admiral means nothing the class is over but But she deserves it yeah so what what is the timeline for this episode
2: because they say that this class is just a week does that mean it's been a week or did the class end early because they all
0: died well he said this was like their final right so it must have this whole class must have been a a week and we're just seeing every time it goes to a new scene with them it's just another day that's kind of how i'm reading it like I, i have we have to kind of like pair it up with the pottery which i think we can make an argument that really this maybe three days tops like day one he gets a little upset comes back at night tries to make a pottery thing it doesn't go well um Day two gets a little bit more upset with Rich. Starts, you know, goes back, gets really crazy with his books, and day three comes and ghosts him. Uh, I don't know. It it is weird, like the timeline. I agree. It is it's a lot, but not the first time we've talked about the
2: length of classes in this show. Right?
0: So. It's just just have a little fun class, and there it goes. And I like that Pierce tries to do a king of the world, and he gets shot down with a picture of a titanic thing yeah although i guess they didn't get the rights to uh, have a picture of leonardo dicaprio and kate mm. winslet and put an x over that it's just some generic guy in the front of a sailboat
1: i know i was like who is that why <laughs> did he stand on a boat and have someone take a picture of him so he could exit out i don't know
2: Did you notice, by the way, when Shirley is going to go, she has her moment when she decides to save Pierce. She says to Starburns, man, the Iron Ginny. I had to back it up to watch it again. I have absolutely no idea what that is.
1: Well, when we see him a moment later, he's on like a forklift that's pushing the boat. Is that a phrase? I don't think so so i need to,
0: i'm looking this up hang on you guys sound like such land lovers no.
1: i think oh oh really oh really captain <laughs> if were, captain if you're a true seaman you would know <laughs> look <laughs> i won't have my my semen ship questioned
2: that's right you have nothing to say about the quality of my semen uh, ship
0: <sighs> uh, one I little geez. one
1: horse profile one, as you, as
0: you google geez. things did you find anything i found there's a horse named iron jenny oh well that'll be good for when we do our horse podcast uh, 2025 look forward to that one folks um yeah one thing we didn't really talk about too much is that there are a little couple quick 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 scenes with chang and we'd be very remiss (laughs) he comes into class he's not wearing a shirt he's like yes i got robbed at the ymca again (laughs) And then he gets robbed a third time at the end, where he's just in a tiny little speedo, and he has to put his motorcycle helmet on. And I'm just saying, Ken Jung, he's a he's a trooper. He's a trooper for just he
1: really is putting his body
0: on the line for this episode. And Fearless. Just saying, yeah.
1: have we already seen the episode where he slicks him, where he lubes himself up and crawls nope. through the vents? No. Is it that, have we? Okay.
0: That's like season three. I want to say yeah. really? he's still a reasonable human being at this point. <laughs> Yeah, sort of. Okay. <laughs> I just like that he keeps getting robbed for his clothes. Like who wants his clothes? I don't know. Uh neither. Well, Alright, well let's uh, let's give our report card. Thomas, you wanna go Oh wait, you're not here. Okay. <laughs> you can't go first. <laughs> I'll go first. I did the summary, I can go first. Uh well. My only complaint is there wasn't enough ghost bursting. If there was more ghost bursting, this episode would be even more excellent. It is a truly wonderful entry into season one. It's, I think, uh, one of the things we've been kind of tracking on these different episodes is how balanced they are. And sometimes the the plot is off, the story's off, just the tone is off. Nothing's off here. Like, it's really, they take two different classes they give almost equal time to both of them they do tie them together in a little interesting way toward the end and they're both equally fascinating there's a lot of funny stuff there's, they throw in a brand two brand new characters uh, we'll never see slaughter again but we do see rich again so that's you know that's something oh three i'm sorry holly professor holly we get him and uh would have loved to see him again too i mean man they could have done a lot with him so uh just super funny it's always been one of my favorites of season one so this is this is an easy easy a for me i love this episode i would watch it again and again what do you think heather
1: i agree it's definitely an a for me as well all the things you said plus as i mentioned earlier even pierce is enjoyable to watch like it's it's fun to watch pierce and that i feel like that doesn't always happen um so i that that already gets an episode a little closer to an a when it does happen but it happened here um yeah just super tight like you said i mean it i feel like it didn't waste any time you know we had our we had our two main plots going on equal time like you said and it just the pacing was really good in my opinion it's uh I could watch it over and over again too, because it just really doesn't, f- I was shocked when it was over. I'm like, oh wow, it's already been, you know, almost 30 minutes staying, because it doesn't feel like it. The editing's really tight, but yeah, A for me.
0: Albert?
2: A, hey, without a doubt. <laughs> this is, it's a gem of an episode. It's really funny. I think that, you know, Joel McHale gets to be ridiculous there's that little tinge of darkness at the end that just completely tickles me Mm -hmm. the boat stuff is absurd and it's (laughs) the kind of absurdity that this is why you come to community to just watch something that ridiculous and there's nothing that doesn't work except iron jenny i can't find anything that tells me that that's a real term for anything at all
1: I, I wasn't able to help you either. I was Googling and I and I found some weird stuff that said the term Iron Ginny in in a, like sailing articles, but it still didn't explain what it is.
2: <laughs> yeah, I even Google images. I got pictures of soup, pictures of lamps, pictures of horses. <laughs> so yeah, so they're just mm, making stuff. Must up. be a they're,
1: connection
2: they're here. <laughs> making stuff up. So. Um, So yeah, no, it loses a couple of points for that But that still puts it at like a 97 or something This episode is fantastic Uh, One of my favorites of the season, for sure
0: Last week on our Twitter feed At 101, we're watching If you're not already following us uh, We asked the question If you could enroll in one class in Greendale What would it be? It was kind of a fun question We got tons and tons of responses Mm -hmm. on this A lot of people going with ladders Ladders is a fan favorite one uh, but a couple people did say beginner pottery. That was a that was one. I didn't see anybody saying sailing. This uh, <laughs> pottery is
2: like so much fun.
0: Nicolas Cage, good or bad? Advanced <laughs> breath holding. I like that one. <laughs> uh, let's see where some of the other ones. Um, intro to senselessness. Uh, the conspiracy theories one. Mm. Um, let's see. Do, 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 do. Do we have names?
2: Do we have names associated with these retweets?
0: Yeah, but I'm not call out our fans. Credit yeah, okay. I, nah. uh, anthropology was yeah. anthropology, but you know a lot of people going with like the the big season wide ones like uh, biology or Spanish 101. Mm. So it's it's kind of fun. Like I think by the end of the show we should like I'm probably somebody's already done this compiled a list and just see all the different classes that Greendale mm-hmm. and just read them out one day.
1: Oh yeah, I'm sure somebody's probably done that. Who's got boss? Course catalog Mm -hmm. online. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So thanks, thanks to everybody who participated in that fun little discussion. Uh, Mm -hmm. We try to throw those out every once in a while. So and you
2: should follow us as well if you'd like to participate in future discussions about all things community.
0: All things, yeah. Tell people about the show. We really appreciate uh, some. Some people have just been going door to door in the middle of the night, banging on the door. What's the problem? Is there is there a medical emergency? No, you must watch Community Rewatching 101. <laughs> it's available on all major podcast platforms. I'm calling the police. Okay, bye. You know, that's okay. That's all you have to say, really. Uh, so just let people know about the show. Uh, follow, follow Al and Heather and I. Uh, you can check out some of our movie reviews. Uh, both old and new, and Ooh. over there at Mutant Reviewer Movies. Uh, and uh, we, we have a lot of fun over there. And actually, Al and I were just talking about uh, seeing the Batman this week, and um, I'm sure we'll have some words on that. And and Heather, we're just going to watch her and hope that one day, one day, Phantasm. I swear never,
1: to God, Justin. I, I, Never um, would bring that up again <laughs> I, I swear it's going to happen I, I confirmed with my friend we're gonna watch the damn things all of them and i will review every single friggin' one of them i promise i promise
0: all right we it's haven't we have it now recorded a promise yes
1: recorded it's recorded yet. now i can't but out of she's this got time.
0: other things to do she's a super popular twitch streamer and you're gonna want to <sighs> check out her Twitch streams, uh, Thomas's YouTube channel. We got links in the show notes. You mm-hmm. can check out all this stuff. So, you know, the the fun doesn't have to be over when you're done with the podcast. There's a lot of ways you can keep in touch with all of us and, and check out some of our other creative works. For Al, he's just trying to make it through another day. So that's his <laughs> creative work. <laughs> uh, that's it. That's it for today's show. Thanks for listening to Beginner Pottery. I kind of feel like pottery uh, sh- should have gotten... Uh, at least a buy credit with sailing beginner pottery and sailing but i guess that
2: no. makes pottery the real a story is that
1: yeah pottery is the superior option no is the thing no. but well, yeah. maybe sailing
2: is so popular that it doesn't
0: need the press
1: Mm Nah, nice try but no
0: a- any class that brita takes i'm gonna take just to see what that crazy girl's up to next <laughs> All right, well, check us out again in a couple weeks. We'll have our next episode from season one. And um, fingers crossed, Thomas will uh, escape his Joey and come we back to you, us. We
1: miss
0: you, Thomas. Yeah. All right. Well, Bye, nice. our
1: lovely little bears. Bye, everyone.